Welcome back to Boy Band Break, where we encourage you to take a break from your day and join us in some boy band conversation. As always, my name's Diane. I'm Chinzia. I'm Sophia. And I'm Lydia, a.k.a. Mama Lou. Welcome back, everyone. I usually on the Yeti and I'm just... There. We're back. Oh, All right. right. I know. Like my my camera right. is backwards. I'm at my house and I'm like so confused. I was like, that's not. Anyways, she was even like touching her head. I was, I was like, like I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Anyways, for those of you not watching us, we are also on YouTube. So go to youtube.com slash boybandbreak, or you can listen to us on Anchor or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Boy Band Break. Uh, we have a link tree that has all of our links. We have a Kofi if you'd like to donate money to us, which no one has. You know, just first time for everything. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so and we are available on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, kind of, um, pretty much anywhere. We're here. Check us out. B-A-N-D-B-R-E-A-K. Yeah. Subscribe. Um, anyway, so I think we're going to start off for if anyone was listening, what was that, three weeks ago? Two weeks ago? For what? We, mm. we did our fourth annual. Two weeks ago. Boy band break fantasy football draft. Fantasy boy band draft. It was not, not a football, football draft. It has yeah. nothing to do with sports or balls. Well, um, <laughs> balls that you play with. Okay, not moving on. They're just. <laughs> Boy bands. We drafted boy bands. We drafted members of. Women. You're gonna get there eventually. Don't worry. It's a little late at night, guys. It's been a long <laughs> week. We're all very tired. Anyways, so uh, this was our fourth annual. So I believe our first year, Diane won. Second year, Sophia won. Third year, Diane won. So I feel like we should see how it went. So I'm gonna pull up each of the um, groups in order of what, because uh, we do a, a draw. If you follow us on social media, this is very anticlimactic because you already know what happened. But, but, you know, carry on. I shall carry on anyways. So we did the thing. So how it works basically is that we go through and each we have a number and we go in that order. And then everybody picks a boy band member for round one. You just keep going until you have your five member boy band. Then you come up with a name and then... There you go, and then it gets put out for voting. So first up, if I do this correctly, did I do? Yeah, look at yeah you did it! Woo! Woo! All right. Okay. First up, we have Diane's band, Back Sync on the Block. Diane, please recap your band members and uh, the band they are from. Pardon? What? Their the names and the band they are from. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we have Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. We have Howie D from the Backstreet Boys. We have Lance Bass from NSYNC. We have Justin Timberlake of, from NSYNC. And we have Joey McIntyre from New Kids on the Block. Hence the Backsync on the Block. Yeah, and it's only because Diane ran out of Backstreet Boys and NSYNC members, I believe. It's because you guys stole my strategy. Thank no, you. we didn't. Yes, you did. Yes, I did. All right, so. No, I didn't. I the total. Did. So yes, we we because that's what Diane did last year, which is Backstreet Boys and sync members. And I won by a landslide. A landslide. But anyways, so you mean a so landslide? That, a landslide. But I have a new theory that I'm not going to share. So we're going to forget by next get ready year. Ready to win next year. It's just us um, girls. You just ruined it. Okay. So we have to know. Okay. Fine. We gotta I go up to the who wins. 
We all I have said, very terrible all I said is get ready for me to win next year. That's all I said. You're not going to win. I'm going to take it again next year, like this year. Let's go, Chindia. No, you just ruined it because you just said again. Okay. Because you keep go. doing it. So I'm going to. Instagram, <laughs> Facebook, and Twitter, where we had our votes. So Instagram. on Instagram, uh, Diane got. Backsync on the block got one vote. On Facebook, they got one vote. On Twitter, they got 39.35.9 votes, which went to percentage of a vote with 23. So she came out overall with 25. So currently, Diane is in the lead. Moving on to our next one. I think you're the first one who read it. That's true. It's true. All right. Now we got Infectious 19. Lydia, please describe your band. So, um... You know, obviously we're still in a pandemic. Uh, sucks. But um, these guys are going to infect you with their love. Uh, so we have AJ from Backstreet Boys. We have Brian Littrell from Backstreet Boys. We have Joey Fatone from NSYNC. We have a Nicholas Shea from 90 Degrees. And the mm, beautiful Ashley Parker Angel, formerly of O-Town. All right. So on Instagram, the infectious 19 got one vote on Facebook. They got one vote. And on Twitter, they got 14.1%, which is nine votes for a grand total of 11. Wow. So, woo! is still in the lead. So moving on to our next back sync on the block. Okay. Right. Can she hold up with this next amazing band? That's right. It's boys in town. That's right. Four years in a row, I've kicked Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. And, you know, in the past, it has not worked out for me. But did it work out this year? Let me no. continue on. So we got Chris from NSYNC. We got Trevor Pennick from O-Town. We got Jeff Timmons from 98 Degrees. We have Dan Miller, also from O-Town. And we have RM from BTS. That is boys Star in town. <laughs> On Instagram, this delightful band got zero votes. On Facebook, they got zero votes. And hold on to your hats, everyone. On Twitter, 10.9% of the vote, equaling seven. So in total, boys in town, they got seven votes. Thus meaning Diane is still winning at this point in our adventure. You know what, guys? I'm going to reveal my strategy for next year, too. I'm going to actually reveal my strategy. You know what's happening? Chris is still being number one. So suck it all, Chris haters. Suck it. Chris is being number one in your heart? He's number one in my heart, and he will continually be there in the draft. So there you go. Much love to these men, which I will speak about three of them briefly in a moment. Finally, we have our last team. You got the best boy band, Dreams of Love. Dreams of Love, please state your characters. I mean, yours. (laughs) All right, we got Kevin Richardson from the Backstreet Boys, JC Chazé from NSYNC, uh, Eric Michael Estrada, who I've picked every year doing this, uh, Donnie Wahlberg, because gotta love him, right? Wahlburgers, come on. And Nick Jonas. So one of the most diverse bands of the group, because yes. I feel like everyone. Is I chose different. Yeah, I chose like a variety of people. So 
to switch it up a little. Apparently, so on Instagram, Dreams of Love got ten votes. On Facebook, they got three votes, and on Twitter, they got thirty nine point one percent of the vote, which is twenty five votes. So in total. Dreams of Love got 38 votes, thus winning the fourth annual. The best boy band. Congrats. Thanks to all who voted for Dreams of Love. Thanks for sticking with the winning team. Thanks for sticking with the winning You're hilarious. Well, you know what? You know what other things happened during this time period since we last recorded, guys? I had a birthday. As you can see, the balloons are still kind of here. Like to see the it's 39. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. You know, still there, still going strong. Um, still going strong. I hope so. For now, you know, it is what it is. The balloons or the chinzia? <laughs> I know. They're both, both deflating. They're both deflating. <laughs> okay, so where the heck am I going here? One sec. Sorry. Know. Okay. Are um, you on Facebook? I'm on Twitter. Okay. Oh. Either chinzia or Diane. One of you guys need to either mute. When you're not talking, or go to a headset because you're both feeding back on each other. Could you get? Can you hear it? It was like. Wah, 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 wah. Oh no, I didn't hear it. But oh, okay. I have headphones, so. Okay. Okay. Don't worry. She's still looking at something. Okay. Sophia. Yeah. Um, congratulations. Also. Thank you. I hate you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I will take. I will take the hate. Sometimes you just gotta. Have some hate when you're that successful in picking like, the boy bands. I've been like third place every time. What is going and on? For me, for me, I was fourth. I picked fourth and I didn't think I would win because you never know, right? Yeah. But I think people love Kevin Richardson so much and yeah. they're like, we got to give it to them. We got to. And JC, you know, JC too. They're like, yeah, we got to give it to JC, Eric Michael Estrada. Townies, thank you so much for voting on Instagram. Almost like a majority of the votes are from the townies. So good on you. Where wow. where was my people? Like twice? Because I'm like, oh, okay, so the first year of the pandemic, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be cute. But then like second year, I'm just like, oh, fuck, we're still in the pandemic. Okay, I guess I'm going to be cute again. Yeah, I guess the cute vote doesn't get you anywhere, guys. So disappointing. That's okay. Oh, it's still a fun, it's still a fun name. And you got more votes than Chinzy on Instagram and Facebook. Well, so that's, that's easy. good. I don't have Chris. In my <laughs> hurtful, hurtful. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, you sound great. Okay, that's much better. Thank you, D. Wonderful. No problem. All right. So, so that oh, was fun. I'm, we're glad that we did that. Okay, go ahead, Chinzy. On my birthday, it started off. Thank you all for your wish, bleh, happy birthday wishes and stuff. And uh, thank you to Sophia for helping to secure some of these. So our very first one. No problem. Oh, okay. I'm like, what are you securing? Oh, I tweeted, uh, I tweeted them. So Sophia said, hey, Jeff Timmons, it's Chinzia's birthday. I know it make your day if you wish happy birthday. So this is from RewindCon, which was uh, an interesting convention. And then this was from when we went. I guess you can't really see my my pointing thing because I'm seeing it on my screen, but obviously you cannot mm -hmm. see that. Okay, cool. So the oh. one on the left is from RewindCon. The one on the right is from the, uh, LA when we went to go see the Backstreet Boys movie premiere and Jeff Timmons was there. So 
um, and just like chilling out front, taking pictures with people because, you know, with this weird stripper man. But anyways, uh, so he sent me a happy birthday with a little um, emoji of a present and a balloon. So that was Wonderful. that started it off. So what happened? So then my second one, sorry, is this guy. Well, I was just like, you know what? One boy, it's a busy year. People are probably not going to be whatever. But then... So I tweeted out a bunch of boy banders. Hey, can you wish her a happy birthday? Nothing happened for the rest of the day. And then, Chinzia, here you go. And then, like, and this was not a reply. It was just to me, which I think is awesome. Because obviously... Absolutely. Happy birthday, Chinzia. Hope you're celebrating with a little like balloony gut, like an emoji lap. So that was from Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. So thank you, Nick, for that. And then I was like, all right, that's pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. I'm not going to get any more. That's cool. Um, Until, my friends, I think it was actually the the next one. one. The big one. The big one. Actually, it was on the So it was three days. And then hubs came and hubs which is my delightful chris Kirkpatrick from in uh in sync and said cereal chins my girl with a whole bunch of exclamation marks happy belated with exclamation marks so Aww. i was like all right okay. so happy for you buddy on my actual birthday he i think he was at a concert or something or he posted at permanti brothers with josh who is the bodyguard from the backstreet boys that they're friends because they live in nashville so i was like all right that's cute they're hanging out together i'm not going to get a message from chris but he sent it so lovely Good times. So thank you, boy banders. Congrats. And three of you were in my team. So what does that mean? It means that they may not have won the vote. Three. I had I had did I not have you didn't have Nick. You didn't have Nick Nick on your team. I had Okay. Two were in my team and one is Nick and you know whatever. He just it is what it is. So (laughs) thanks guys. So that's where we are there um does anyone else okay so couple of did we talk that vegas was canceled yet do we do that no we did not yes because that happened the day after my birthday so i was like all right this is good my boss gave me like american money he's like have fun in vegas for these christmas shows i'm so excited that you're going cool 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 and then the next day they're like just kidding the shows are canceled and we're like the one thing we were looking forward to so the main thing is essentially they were work. The Backstreet Boys have been working on a Christmas album for many years, many, many, many years. Uh, they were supposed to release it last year. They lied. Then they said it was going to be this year. And they're like, yeah, it's a hundred percent coming out this year. We're in the studio by June. We're going to have them all done and it's going to be ready for Christmas time. Like blah, blah, blah. And we're going to do these Christmas shows, blah, blah, blah. They did not finish in time. Now, I'm not blaming any specific person, but in my head, we're all blaming a certain member. I, I'm, I am blaming a certain member due to the past. Oh, I think you're blaming. Oh, I no, I never mind. Howie? I thought you were talking about something else. No, I'm blaming Kevin. I have no, no basis to blame Kevin, but I just know that he is slow AF making any sort of decisions at all. So that's who I've decided to put the blame on. Probably isn't him. I'm probably just saying that, but it's just maybe like, it could be Brian. No, could be Brian. It's, it's, guys, it's 100% not Brian. Like, 
Brian is on Instagram being like, wish we were in Vegas right now. Like, oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah. It's what if he posted that? Brian. Yeah. So I'm, it's not, gonna say I'm not usually not in defense him. of Brian, but in this case, I am in defense of Brian. It's not him. Okay. So once I saw that Instagram post, you're right. Okay. I'm going to say it's not Nick because Nick is literally recording another album right now because why the hell not? Nothing's happening. Well, so he's maybe if he post. wasn't doing that and busying himself with other tasks. No, I'm kidding. I have no <laughs> You know what? It could have been management. It could have been them not making decisions. There's many reasons, whatever. It could be Howie. Who knows? Maybe it's Howie. Yes, it is COVID times. It could be Howie. He's off like, fishing on a boat somewhere. Guys, maybe guys. you just want to be with family. Their, their excuse is yeah. that everything takes longer because of COVID. So like right. something that does. should normally take two weeks takes a month or something like that. Yeah, they right? want to make the money off this album, guys sweet sweet money so if well, that's people can't come in because the borders are still fucking closed what are they gonna do They're that's what aj here. was saying on the tmz tmz interview. actually yeah. had aj and uh joy fatone on there because they're like oh you can't do the christmas shows because you know COVID or whatever but you and like uh, AJ, Joey, and Chris from Sync, and I believe Ryan Cabrera were all in Miami this weekend doing like um, like a beach party, a pool party thing or something. So like, how can you do that and not do the other thing, right? Like, and they're going to Florida, like, you know, mm. whatever. So um, essentially it was pretty much down. They don't want to do the Christmas shows without having the albums done. So yeah. that's what they're No, but, 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 but also, Lydia's right. At the end of the day, the, the thing is, it doesn't make sense because, okay, you didn't do the Vegas shows because they didn't sell well enough is the reality of the situation, right? Fine. Mm-hmm. I get it. Right? I don't know if Why not release the album? Yeah. Why not release the album? Right. You could do that. Many, many people oh, release sure. right? Because it doesn't make sense to say work. we're not doing the Christmas shows because we're not done the album because that's not an excuse. You could, you've proven that you can do the shows without having an album. When they did their original set of Vegas shows, DNA was supposed to be out. That that True. was their 25th anniversary. It, like it should have come out during that time, and it didn't. And they went ahead with the show anyways. There is there are a thousand fucking Christmas songs that are already written, and that you've already procured certain licenses to. Just fucking sing them. Sorry, True. all the spirit. You already had. They already have two of their own Christmas songs. This is what I'm saying. Right? Yeah, just sing it. On. Just do the shows, right? But it's that they're they they're it's it it's it comes down to this, and yeah. it comes down to they seem to think that this Christmas album is going to be fucking mind blowing. But I feel like I feel like they're gonna like <gasps> set us up for high expectations, it's and it's like, not gonna be that good. But yeah. it's like we can, we don't want to do the show without the album because uh, we we have all these ideas for merch and you know certain design and things then the and merch whatever. is not gonna be good either. No, I, they were talking on on thing i saw it you know how like the promo for it was like they were all like nutcrackers they were literally gonna make those nutcrackers and i'm like that oh is brilliant because okay I buy those. they could still do those things but they True. don't want to because they want it all right so it's but like, like it's- 98 degrees has christmas concerts every they don't release a new christmas album every year they do a christmas concert but here's the thing 98 degrees is hard up for cash no offense 
right but 90 degrees is hard up for cash they need to do it now because they need the money now bachelors don't need the money now I hmm. need my mortgage payment. <laughs> right? Like, well, 90 degrees is trying to become relevant again. Right? That's or as relevant as the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC are. Right? So it's like, they need to do it. Mm. Backstreet Boys don't need to do it. Right? And they so they don't want to release the album because they want it to be with the show. And they don't want to do the show without the album. And so it's like, things aren't working out in terms of like, maybe the album's not going to be released before november because of whatever editing and things they have to do and they had some shows starting in november right could it have come out in december because most of the shows were only half sold maybe it could have come out in december and that would have been perfectly fine but then you would have had to do some shows prior to the album coming out right Mm -hmm. and then it's like we don't want to do the shows also because they're not selling as well as we could have. And that's probably due to a pandemic and the fact that like, we yeah, don't let scared. anyone come into our country for some yeah. reason, even though we have the worst COVID of probably like most countries in the world, we're yeah. going to keep you all out. Yeah. We ended it to October 21st for Canadians not being allowed to the States by yeah. car. So it's sure it's whatever. I don't know. I'm, I was not pleased. Uh, when I heard it was canceled. Same. Um, I just feel like it's a real slap in the face to people who bought tickets and were like excited for it. Uh, just and like that. Did- you guys aren't good enough. I don't give a shit about you. We need more people. Right. But you even know. just like simple things like they had some like the after party that Nick and AJ did and um, some of the other stuff that happened in the summer people were like, okay, well, I don't want to go to the summer one because I'm going to go to the Christmas show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so they mm-hmm. didn't buy tickets for that specifically because it's, it's expensive to go to Vegas. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. now they're just like, just kidding. After these other events have happened, which yeah. I went off without a hitch, now yeah. we're canceling this stuff. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of annoying, obviously, but... Yeah, it's very frustrating. Uh, disappointing. Yeah, it's frustrating. Um, that's why... As I have said, bye. I'm a townie now. <laughs> and there's oh, some come shows coming up that I was all excited to go to and still can't, can't go. go still can't go, but it's fine. One day. One of these days. One day. The, the Backstreet Boys will call you back and you'll just go running back because they're like, oh, I probably yeah. will because I'm a damn sucker. But <laughs> like, maybe just, you know, do I... a little show. People do that. You know Other what I mean? Give us something. Act like you give a shit about the people who bought tickets for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Instead of like, oh, sorry, it's canceled. Bye. And meanwhile, like, they don't give it. Nick's in the studio live on Instagram. Like, yeah. Oh, you look really fucking sad there. Yeah, that was so weird. You announced yeah. it and then you're in the yeah. studio. What the? Yeah, that fucking shit. Does he even know? And then he also bailed. Does he even know? It's accurate. Yeah, that he bailed on the Boston comic thing last minute. Which, granted, we don't know what the reasoning is. But but then you're on Instagram again, posting you're on stuff. Instagram, smiling and shit. The next I have other year. ideas about why that might be, but but he did go to the Salt Lake City one, and people who went had a really good time. Yeah. So that's the West Coast of yeah. America. You know, because, you know, the East Coast people have been supporting your asses this entire time. But, you know, whatever, West Coast. We've talked about this before. Their tour, the, the first leg of the DNA tour 
the planning, whoever planned that is an idiot because literally every single North East Coast show, every show that was on the East Coast of America or Canada was not just sold out, but had scalper tickets selling for like $3,000. Okay. Yeah. 3000 Yeah. If you wanted to sit in the front, $3,000. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. In Toronto. Meanwhile, in like Northern California, they're selling tickets for 10 bucks and no one oh, buys. Oh my God. Like, crazy. what's the logic here? Hmm. Like, and, and they have like 20 shows over there that are not even half sold, but like, no, 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 no need to add more shows on the East Coast. <laughs> Fuck those bitches. Like, I, I don't get it. I right? would love to see the logistics of the tour managers and stuff. This like. is what I, this is what this, like, do something in New York. That's where all your friggin' fans are. Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, the people that went to Salt Lake City are pretty yeah, much like, all yeah. these I love it. That like flew over there. Yeah, couple Vegas went up because it was close, but like for the most part, it was most of the East Coast. <laughs> that. I'm last minute to get there. But, and these know. are like, no offense, I'm not like shading anyone, but these are just like hardcore Nick fans. Like these are not even yeah. like Backstreet Boy hardcore fans. They're hardcore Nick specific fans. Yeah, you know what I mean. Which is totally fine and totally cool. Again, no shade. Hi, I'm one yes. of them. But like, if the border was open, we would have also gone to Salt Lake City because I. Oh, there. I definitely would have. Would not have. I'm just not in a mood. I would have kicked him in the balls. But... Well, if he had tickets for Boston that he bailed on, then yes, I would have been. Oh yeah, when uh, he bailed on the Boston con, not cool. Oh yeah, I've been, no. like throat punching and dick kicking. Like I was so mad, and I wasn't even going. And I was like, you know what? It's good. I'm, I saved four hundred dollars in. COVID fees, so whatever. Yeah. This would not have been a good idea for me to go to Salt Lake City. Um, did we talk about AJ canceling things yet, or no? No, oh, yeah. because we did not say that he was doing that. Well, so AJ anyway. announced a really cool event, which was, we were like, alright, this is cool. So it was like a family trivia night, so it was him and Rochelle and the girls, and it was going to be like a Backstreet Boys trivia night, so you would, on looped, so for 50 bucks you got in and got to watch the trivia. Then they had for $100, you did that, plus you got little suites, so they were like little breakout rooms that fit, what are you doing, Lydia? Oh, my one eyebrow looked weird. <laughs> Sorry. I was listening to you, but also looking at my eyebrows. I'm just like, is she winking at me? I'm like, I don't understand. <laughs> No, I thought she was trying to get your attention. Okay, like, look at like me. This, this one's like perfect, and this one's like, what the hell is this? What's going on here? Okay, I don't know. Okay. I it looks no, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so then, so it was like little big breakout rooms, and then for the 150, you'd got the trivia, the breakout room, plus you got a one-on-one -on -one with AJ. So we're like, all right, that's kind of cool. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, but it got announced and launched immediately, which I thought was really weird, but I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, and the next day when I looked, there were still tickets available. So again, thought that was kind of strange. Um, so then I forgot about it for two days. I was like, oh crap, we were going to buy those tickets. And I go, delete, the tweet is deleted. There's no, it's not anywhere. And I'm like, so then I'm like, am I crazy or was this happening? And then Looped messaged me back and they're like, oh, um, for more information, please send an email to this email. And I'm like, so then I did because I was like, oh, what the hell? And then they're just like, oh, it's been um, rescheduled and we're just working out the new dates. But 
it'll be fine. So I'm like, okay, I don't know why you would reschedule it two days after announcing it. Like, do people not check their calendars when they do these things? Like, like do they not think it through of like what's happening? Like, like I don't remember how he canceled the con in on in in his state on his birthday weekend. So it's just like I just feel like everyone just let's just get your hopes slightly up. I know. You're it's literally like, laughable at this point. Like, I, it's literally, when you told me about the loop thing, I literally started laughing. I'm like, of course it's canceled. Of course it is. Yeah. Because why wouldn't it be? But the thing is, they know that we're patient and we're just going to keep coming back to these mofos. Right. The this is why you can't do it. Like, this is why I'm like low key, like, oh, okay, you refunded my money for Vegas. Good luck getting me to buy that again. And like, I know I probably will, but like, I wish I had the willpower not to because that's the only thing that's going to make anything change. Listen, right? Like, listen, they're okay. They are like Oreo cookie of the boy band break. You're going to go to Fudgeo, man? Come on. Come on, Oreo. But at least Fudgeo gives a shit and respects my dollar when I give it to them. Fudgeo is not made with Dutch cocoa that gives it that beautiful black color that is delicious and irreplaceable. No other cookie does it. It's impossible. You know what? Oreo, Oreo, care a little bit. Listen, you're we're in an age bracket now. Like, let's be honest. All the boy bands are all our boy bands. We're gonna talk about why don't we in a second. But like, all our boy bands from the '90s, their fans are you know 30 plus for the most Mm. part. Okay, fair. Okay, yes. Some of them are 40 plus. You know. Uh, we're respected grown women at this point. We're not idiot teenagers. Like, be honest with me, be upfront with me, and respect me as an adult woman who can take the truth. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's yeah, and and value me as a customer, as a repeat customer. As a fan, right? As a fan. We've been following you for so long. That's what I'm saying. It's like the people who bought tickets to Vegas, let's be perfectly honest, for these Christmas shows, were the rider ties. Mm -hmm. The people who bought tickets for Vegas are the people outside of like, I'm sure there's Europeans who like literally just couldn't. Right. Although yeah. I did hear that some of them were just going to like do the quarantining and testing and whatever and come over. Like that's wow. what they were just going to do. But like the people who bought tickets for Vegas, us included, we're not really supposed to go into America, but we were going to pay to get COVID tested. To $200 each So $400. Um, we were going to pay to get COVID tested to come to America, to come to the show. And then you're just like, oh, you guys, are, I don't care. We need more people than just you. Like, yeah. and it's like, yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Like, F yeah. me, I guess. That doesn't make F you feel good. good. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it's like, that makes you feel bad. During, let's be honest, during, uh, like, you know, the unbreakable years and the This Is Us years and the In a World Like This years where, like, things weren't really happening for the Backstreet Boys, they were very, like, under the radar. We're the people who were there, who were at your shows. Yeah, exactly. Then you you went to Vegas, which was a great move on your part. No one's denying it. Like, fantastic business move. You know, you got the number one song with the Doko Breaking My Heart, right? 
DNA was a hit. The tour was a hit. You started getting all these new fans in. And now it's like, oh, (laughs) fuck you guys. We got all these new people. Yeah. Yeah. You get like the walk-in tourists who like, oh, I don't want to talk to my wife. What can I do today? Oh, the Backstreet Boys. Let's go watch them. Yeah, exactly. Right? So it just feels like, oh, okay, well, unless we can get all these other people like we've gotten before, then now you guys aren't good enough anymore. Yeah. Like, you don't matter kind of thing. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, okay, thanks a lot. Right? But like, listen, and we've said on this podcast a hundred times, I'm sure you're sick of hearing it. (laughs) Since 2020, Chinzi and I, uh, we did the interview with o-town we did all the concerts we're not even like known fans to them and the way that they treated us and were so like whatever we're not repeat customers right mm. they treat their repeat customers i mean we're not repeat customers we're not like yes yes we're not the hardcore O-Town. We're not the hardcore townies, but the townies, they know everything about them. They know they where know, they're from. Like, oh, they hey, know where you're like, from. oh, how's it going in blah, 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 where you're from and how's your mom and how's your boyfriend? And how, like, it was, we got to see sort of like what those, you know what I mean? And I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm like, this, this is what it's like in other boy bands. You know what I mean? And like even New Kids on the Block. New Kids on the Block have been doing so much shit from, you know. Virtual, yeah, virtual. And I know that it's, there are some members of New Kids on the Block that are not as active as others. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But Donnie Wahlberg knows his fans. He knows who the hardcore blockheads are. He's out there. He's whatever right giving them props I, they're the bachelors just aren't doing it they're yeah. just not yeah right? i feel like they just don't care yeah it makes it seem like they just don't care it's like uh, at the end of the day you're being taken for granted right it's yeah. like you're gonna buy the tickets no matter what we do you're gonna you know whatever no matter you're what you're gonna we do. support no matter what so why put in any effort yeah right i'll just sit on my ass like why bother yeah that does suck it is kind of like hurtful Mm -hmm. and i and and i will admit it because i am one of them i will be a sucker i'm sure i will be back there yeah right i know because that's my band but like it's just right now right now in this moment i'm pissed off yeah i absolutely which is yeah. understandable you know because like you're right we it's are so kind of and i feel like we've talked about this before it's because backstreet boys have been active for what is it now 28 years they never had the real break they never had the yeah. real break like maybe for like a maybe a year and a half they were kind of eh, and then the years when kevin wasn't there they weren't as active but they've always had a steady base of people all the time whereas mm-hmm. these other boy bands like o-town like 98 degrees like new kids like everyone has never had had to be out there like getting other jobs to make money yeah yeah i've never had to take up construction like o-town people have or real estate but even uh, new kids kids. right like they were out even in sync in sync is still like pretty relevant in terms of like whatever but like the guys in in sync have had to take up lance 
Joey, Chris, they've had Atlanta to take other jobs. Awesome. Granted, they've been lucky enough for those jobs to still be like in the entertainment realm. Yeah. yeah. Right? Because of who they are. So they didn't have to go get, you know, get a job cutting people's lawns. Yeah. But like, they've had to go out and, and work and do other things and be like, well, I, okay, this is working out for me because I, I have a name that I can maintain, but they have to work for it. Mm-hmm. Right? This yeah. is just like, we can slap together a concert and all these people are going to come regardless. So, you yeah. know. They're not yeah. hungry for it. Yeah. And I understand, like, they're saying it's it's a production thing and it's so special that we want everyone to experience. And, like, maybe that's minorly true. You know, I want to believe that that's at least partially true. You know, because in my heart of hearts, I don't want to believe that it's just all about the dollar. But, like... Even if that's true, give us something. Do something. Like like a virtual concert. Why not? Something. Something. I don't I don't know what it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be that because that involves them all getting together, which is apparently a logistical nightmare. Yeah. But we like, all get together, they can do what we're doing. They don't need to no, be in the same Lydia, room. They can't, they can't sacrifice they anything, okay? They're, they can make no sacrifices. It just has to organically happen that they're all free. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Ah, frustrating. Well, yeah, they we didn't should... want to record the Christmas album apart. They wanted to be together, so. Yeah, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it separately. No, no, we all have to be together. But we're also all incredibly busy doing God knows fucking what. So, you know. Maybe they're going to release a documentary of that. It's like a weekend. one, yeah. one <laughs> year we can oh. get together and do something. Ah. Jesus Christ. Ah. Hmm. So it's been 37 minutes. We should probably talk about the band that we We should probably talk about. about something that's equally as angering. Yeah. Mm, yes. Okay. So we're going to switch gears now. Um, so, oh my goodness, what is happening? Sorry. My computer has been doing some weird shiznit right now. One sec. Let me it. just scroll back a bit. I believe this also came out on my birthday. Or near my yeah. birthday. This was kind of sad, this... It was on my birthday as well. And I was like, okay, so um, do I, do, should I read the thing first or should I give a quick read. background of why don't we or? Yes. Quick background. Know, why don't we? I think we'll so we skip the background. Why don't we? Oh, okay. No, no, I mean, let's talk about who they are. They're okay. Daniel, so Corbin, Zach, a Jack, and Jonah. <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. So Jack Avery, Corbin, Besson, Zach Heron, Jonah. Okay, I guess. I mispronounced it. Shit. Okay. Anywho, they formed in 2016. They've released two studio albums, six Mm. EPs, and they've been nominated for MTV Music Video Awards. Um, And then there's more information on them, but we can talk about that later if we want. They're very popular, apparently. So there there was some interesting stuff in like what they have, but I'm going to read to you the. I guess press release, I guess. They tweeted this out. So this is um, something that they did on on the 9th of September. So it's fairly recent. So this stuff is still in, in development right now. So there's it's a, a fluid situation, if you will. Okay. So here we go. I'm going to read it off the screen because that screen is too small. So it says, as many of you are aware, the unfortunate truth of the mental, emotional, and financial abuse 
we have suffered at the hands of our production company has recently come to light. While our initial instinct was to wait for the storm to pass, as we have been conditioned to do, uh, we have matured to the point where we now realize that suffering in silence is no longer an option. It is not healthy for either us or our fans. Without a doubt, publicly sharing our truth makes us feel more vulnerable. However, it is a step we are forced to take to provide the world with access to the harsh behind the scenes that we endured as young teens where verbal abuse, malnourishment, and ultimate control were positioned as the price of success. We were 15 to 18 years old when Why Don't We started. We were young, impressionable, and trusting, and the, the result of being brought up in loving, supportive families. While we were initially excited to all be living together in the same house, working together on what we loved most, our music, Little did we know we would eventually become prisoners in the Why Don't We compound under the supervision of one of our managers at Signature Entertainment Partners. He would not only live with us during the day, but controlled us 24-7, setting an alarm that would go off if any door or window was open. Needless to say, we were not given the security code to the alarm, essentially making us hostages in our own home. Food was restricted to the point that some band members developed eating disorders. We had to sneak food in and hide it in our dresser. We were verbally berated almost every day and alienated from our friends and families. We had no support system except for each other, and we were made to believe that this was normal and that every artist had to pay their dues. Unfortunately, the need for extreme dominance has played out for the duration of our careers in a variety of ways that have not only inflicted physical and mental, but also extreme financial harm to us. This is now playing out on the public stage in a continued attempt to weaponize our love for our music and our fans. We will no longer be silenced and we will look forward to finally closing the chapter on the traumatic stage in our lives by turning the page to our truth. Our commitment remains to our music, to our label, and most of all, to our fans who we cherish and draw strength from as we find our way through this journey. Yeah. So that's, that's crazy. Wow. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. So if you don't know, um, why don't we use like a very like Gen Z boy band? Uh, they've only come out in the last few years. Um, like literally since we've had this podcast, like 2018, I think is when they like kind of were just getting off the ground. 2016 is when they started, but yeah. Yeah. Like Um, 2019. Yeah. So they, um, a lot, it's Gen Z, right? So things are different from what we're used to, what we were used to in the nineties. There's no TRL or MTV for them to go promote themselves on. They have to be on YouTube. They have to be on TikTok, like things like that. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, what it sounds like, I don't know uh, how much like people who listen to this podcast are like familiar with like what some of these YouTubers, like how their lives are like positioned, but basically like your Logan Pauls and your, who are some other people, Lydia, you know, these yeah. And like, who's that, who's that girl? Um, There's another What? I feel like there's some D'Amelio sisters or something. Yeah, they're TikTokers, same kind of thing. So they get really popular, like just sort of posting content. 
and then they get signed to agencies and whatever talent agencies. And then it's just like, they put them in these houses and it's like, you need to be creating content all the time. Because if you take a day off, if you take an hour off, if you take whatever off, you're going to lose your audience because TikTok and YouTube and whatever is constantly, there's constantly something new happening. And these kids are constantly on their phones. So like one, one hour video a week is not enough. They want more. Who are they watching the other six days? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And for and all the other hours of that day, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like also the algorithm punishes you if you don't constantly publish things too. Right. Cause like the algorithm can favor you. Like if you're, the more you're, you're, posting the higher that you get on the ranking list if you're not posting enough like then you know same stuff like that and like what's interesting about them right is uh because like they're actually like kind of lifting the veil on stuff that goes on behind the scenes because i'm sure lou did the same shit to the to, mm-hmm. to our our guys but we didn't talk about our problems back then but now like with this new generation they talk about everything they post everything they post receipts they're like all this stuff it's so good in a way you know i don't know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you're aware you're aware of more things that's going on behind exactly so like the major problem what was happening with with why don't we is they had two different managers who are like co-managing together so uh, they were best Marie. friends, right? They were best friends. Are they? I don't know. I don't know. I well, thought it. I have no idea. They maybe the girl that. Oh, they were maybe, friends. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Continue. Oh no! I mean, like, okay. So, like, the major, the major thing, the major breakdown. What happened? Like, was that the they're co-managed, and obviously, there's two different management styles. There's one who's like the laid-back, awesome guy, and then there's the other guy who made their life a living hell. Like, he. I think would... it was Randy was the good one, and David was the yeah, one they so didn't like. David yeah. Loeffler is the the other one. Randy Phillips is the nicer one, but there's also I'm sure he also did stuff. So essentially, oh, they made they made a business. So they made an LLC. So it was like, and then they signed them up as employees of this business is how they did it. So on like Which how is weird. Had a contract of the band and put himself in as the sixth member when Lou Pearlman was screwing people over, they had this as a business or so whatever. So, and I guess at one point, Randy decided he wanted to take a break and he was going to pursue another job. So he left for about a year, but when he left, he said, Hey, do you have do I have your word that when I come back like I can come back and they're like yeah yeah of course of course so after a year Randy tried to come back and David was like no you're not coming back and then the band was like what we want Randy like too bad so sad so then they didn't want to do anything until Randy was reinstated so there was kind of like so then then he so then he sued them for a breach of contract I guess yes because it says here um, so that was, so the thing was on September 9th when that, when, why don't we put the thing? So it's here, it says lawyers for signature entertainment and LLC managed by the band's co-manager, David Loeffler told E news in a statement on Friday, September 10th, recent comments attributed to why don't we members are untrue, hurtful, and apparently designed to be part of an <laughs> ill-advised strategy to evade their obligations under these agreements. Wow. Uh, so then why don't we did their own statement. To petition the California Labor Commission to throw out its contract for allegedly violating the Talent Agencies Act. Um, And then there's a legal thing going on with Randy. And it says last month, so this would have been 
August, I guess. Loeffler fired Phillips, so that's Randy Phillips, from the investment company that controls Signature Entertainment, which ended Phillips' management of the band. Billboard reported that Loeffler later claimed the group refused to sign a new recording contract with Atlantic or perform unless Phillips was reinstated as their manager. On August 17th, Loeffler sued Phillips and the five individual band members. In his lawsuit filed in Florida court, he alleged breach of contract, anticipatory breach of contract, and torturous interference with the business relationship. Signature has filed suit to preserve its rights under contracts that are legal, binding, and fully enforceable under Florida law. Uh, These profit share agreements have been very beneficial to the individual members of Why Don't We, and approximately $10 million has already been paid to the members under these agreements. I don't. Um, I don't think so. Okay, because I'm pretty sure. Ten million dollars each, or for the whole group? I have no idea. Just they get paid forty dollars a day under their their. Okay, I didn't read that. Uh, On August 26, Phillips, so Randy, uh, countersued Lawler in L.A. to try to remove him from the band's management team. In his lawsuit, he said the accusations about his former partner are similar to those the band has made in the recent statement. In the complaint, Phillips claimed that at the start of the group's career. Loeffler subjected the band members, four of whom were minor, minors at the time, to cruel and unsafe conditions when Loeffler was living with them at a rental property that had been secured for them to develop music. Loeffler suggested the members to daily verbal abuse, screaming at them at the top of his lungs, sometimes for 10 to 20 minutes at a time, threatening to end their careers if they did not follow his directions. Loeffler would monitor almost every movement they made, not allow them to go upstairs, and yeah. hardly allowed them to leave the house. The complaint continues, Loeffler did not allow them to have friends or visitors, did not feed them properly, and That's each true. night set a house alarm, which did not they did not know the code to, to make sure they did not leave. That's uh, crazy. Attorney That's said, um, after years of mental and financial abuse at the hands of David Loeffler and his associates, Randy Phillips seeks to salvage a deteriorating relationship with the rising stars, Why Don't We?, and the production company co-owned. By Phillips, um, Loeffler's mistru- mistreatment of the primary assets of the companies gravely endanger the survival of the companies for no motive, blah, blah, blah. Um, Why Don't We's lawyer said in a separate statement that in response, the group members support Randy Phillips the same way he has supported us from the start of our careers. And yeah, so that's pretty much, so that's that one. So a couple of other, because I, I watched a couple of YouTube videos as well. So there's yeah. one in which you hear um, David Loeffler like losing his mind on, I believe it was Zach. Yeah. Zach eating a, a Caesar salad. Caesar salad. That was and crazy. Was Three minute video. Screaming and yeah. losing his mind. He's like, and I guess because I guess Randy told him he could order a salad or whatever. And he's just like, Randy can have six salads because Randy is a big person. You're nobody. You can't have salad. So I don't know if the salad was expensive or he thought it was fattening. Like, they don't the salad them. is the most fattening of the salads, but it's the best salad. But it, the thing is, though, um, I, was watching, the, I was watching some other videos, too. And like they were only allowed to eat goldfish crackers, ramen, ramen and oatmeal. oatmeal. 
And if they snuck anything in the house, they would eat it and then flush the wrapper down the toilet. Yes, oh my God, I saw and that, yeah. The plumber got called in and took the wrappers out of the toilet and then they got yelled at. And they literally food. thought their, their career was ending there because they had an issue with the toilet because they flushed mm -hmm. Gusher's wrappers down. Um, I don't know there was another one that so apparently- it, it sounds like it's not. it has nothing to do with like, being health and being fit and being thin and more to do with like this is cheap fuel that's yeah, gonna I'm just like barely you. keep you alive yeah, so mm -hmm. like and then apparently i also in one of the other ones i heard that um they had to keep jack avery is the one who has the baby right yeah, so, yeah lavender i think her name is they kept that a secret for management for for as long as possible because they knew because they weren't supposed to have girlfriends or whatever, but they they were going to make her get an abortion if they would have heard that ahead of time. Oh, somebody had said that. So holy crap! So like, how can they though? Because they can't. She's, she's not, not a member of the band. band. So what does it really yeah. matter? Oh, but, but you know, but, yeah, but saying that, that's I mean, for saying that, they were probably just worried that they would like encourage her and intimidate her, and that maybe she would whatever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Of course. Um, but yeah, but so I was trying to think, I'm like, to try to compare this to like the Lou Pearlman situations. And although I know, obviously, Lou stole tons of money from them and things like that. I feel like I've never once heard the boys complain about not being fed or anything. In yeah, fact, yeah. Lou would take them to fancy dinners all the time at that mm -hmm. Pearlman Steakhouse yeah. and stuff. Like, yeah, like, yeah. yeah so like, yeah. I, so I feel like honestly, and it's like, whatever i feel like this is more like when because you, when you said that they created a company and then signed them as employees of the company that's what those k-pop people do the big hit yeah. entertainment yes. they sign all the boy bands as employees of the company yeah. right and so when you sign the contract with the company I just think the K-pop like industry is more upfront about it. Like yeah. you want to be famous, you want to be BTS. This is what you have to do. Mm -hmm. So you're either going to sign this contract and you're do all these things. You're going to live in this house in these bunk beds that are all close together, and you know you're not going to be able to go out and you have to work every single day, and you're not going to see your family. And yeah, yeah we're going to restrict what you eat because we mm -hmm. want you to stay thin and fit a certain aesthetic and whatever, you know. Um, but I just feel like they're more upfront about it and yeah. you know what you're getting into at, when you go in. And I feel and so, like BTS is reaping these benefits of the profit sharing and the things like that. Uh, you hope know. so. You hope so, right? I like, think yeah. said that they we don't like, know. And not yeah, to we didn't hear anything about BTS. Like, yeah. Would we, though? True. Wasn't it just the other day, though, that they became millionaires? Like, yeah few months ago don't you remember oh that? yeah we did read an article about and I'm that like, how is it possible that they just became millionaires now mm. no but i didn't know i think there was some like technicality that it was like they just became millionaires on account of x that doesn't include like all the, like part of the company yeah. or something like that yeah 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 or something I'm not really sure so i'm not saying that it is cheap to have a boy a boy band obviously the house rental fees the all the 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 people coming in, the dance, like, and I know that oh, stuff needs to be recouped. So, like, yes, this stuff needs to be recouped and all that other stuff. But you can do it in a way where you're not emotionally and physically abusing your members yeah. and beating them down and stuff like that. Like, because it's supposed to be a fun thing. Like, yes, it's a business. Yes, you want to make money. Yes, that's thing. But if your band members are depressed or whatever, like, 
they're not going to perform to the best like, of their ability. Exactly. Like back in the Perlman days, like they were out, they were going to movies, they were doing shit. They weren't trapped in a house. I, in one of the videos I saw, it said that they like, why don't we are on like air mattresses? I'm like, you couldn't even get them a fucking bed. They're like, yeah. they're sleeping under the beds. What yeah. the? Yeah, someone was sleeping under a bed. I saw that. Under what a the bed? Hell was that? Well, yeah, that was weird. weird. Like, okay. I mean, there's certain things like I can see being like, you know, uh, we want to keep you, we want to keep you healthy and fit. So we're like, you have an exercise. I'm sure, like, the, right, these tape hoppers or whatever. But anything I've seen of them, these you guys have like a fitness regimen and you have a diet regimen that you have to stick to. And the you can't have a girlfriend thing has always throughout all yeah. boy band history been a thing because yeah. it doesn't sell if everyone has a girlfriend because you want these girls to imagine that they're going to be your girlfriend and they're going to yeah. be, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it, And it's the same for a lot of specifically male artists, unfortunately, females yeah. It's not as much. I mean, you want to be desirable and you want to be sexy and all that kind of yeah. thing. But if, unfortunately, men don't care if you're married or have a, yeah, you know, whatever. I mean. They're just like, nah, I still find yeah. you physically attractive. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Even in like the wrestling world, it had, it's called say so. Right. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, yeah, yeah. Right. So like, it's kind of like you have to, you're in character all the time and you're not, you know, cafe, they call it cafe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like, it's, it's like, so you're available. It's like, Oh, maybe yeah. you'll pick me. It's like, I don't you. You know but yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. It's so just like all sense. those things are like standard, Yeah. but this is obviously there are certain things that are taken to extreme. Cause it sounds like there was like, again, this David guy, similar to Lou got mm. extremely greedy and it was like, okay, how can I spend as little money on po- as possible on these actual guys while still, you know. Here's my theory. I think Lou was just excited to, like, take these guys on a date. You know, <laughs> you know well, what I mean? Well, there's that element of Lou as like, well. Wine, wine yeah. and dine them, right? right wine and dine right. them. Because, like, you know, Lou yeah. was like, oh, it's never popular, and now I'm hanging out with all these hot guys, and they're all coming over to my house, and look at all this memorabilia I got. You know what I mean? Like, that. Lou was just kind of an odd dude in his own right. These guys are businessmen, which is mm. completely different. Yeah. The dynamic is completely different. Like, Lou was just like, I'm going to take these hot guys on a date. Holy shit, a boy band worked. I didn't think this was going to work. Okay, let's just keep making the boy band. Yeah, like, Lou had business savvy. Like, he was... D- yeah. The, we've talked about it a hundred times. Many Lou episodes. The, Scroll back. The, the backstreet versus in sync thing and he manages both of them and leveraging them to like compete against each other yeah. while you know getting all the money and it, it they're oh they have it's coke and pepsi and it's, yeah. it's a rivalry and whatever like brilliant mm-hmm. brilliant do you yeah. know what i mean so he definitely had a gifted mind in that sense but yes i mean obviously there was a very pervy element to the yes. there was and uh he yes we've talked in abundance about how he was kind of a loser growing up and then yeah yeah mm-hmm. uh like so these guys were trying to do like the no frills of boy bands right oatmeal you know the, the cheap yeah. shit he's just like are you still alive excellent get out there <laughs> like that's, it's you know yeah Lou was feeding them steak for god's sakes like mm-hmm. total difference um it's just sad it's just sad because like you don't want to think of a boy band as a business but they are in a way it is yeah i know know, it's just just sad because like 
we've like wep- they've weapon like even like in that tweet is like they weaponize the music kind of against us right mm-hmm. and it's just like it's just yeah because like management can't exist without an artist artists cannot exist without management like they're both symbiotic they both need each other what which is kind of unfortunate yeah, it just sucks I mean, that it's happening like that bad nowadays. Yeah. You would think it would be better since the '90s. I mean, guys, yeah. look at you Britney know? Spears, right? Yeah, her own, that's her a good own example. Father, her own yeah. father yeah. has weaponized her career and how much money you can make from having a successful career as a recording artist against his own daughter. Yeah, true. Like, so you sign a you sign a contract with some entertainment industry manager they don't give a shit about you well apparently your father doesn't give a shit either you are just a number to them (sighs) you know i know it's so sad she's out of it right like i think yeah she's officially she got engaged so she's uh, she can do whatever she wants no i think it was just this week though that it officially ended oh okay sorry um, I think what, from what I can understand, like from what I've read anyway, is like Jamie's like, I will cancel the whole thing as long as you don't hire that forensics accountant on me. <laughs> and then she's like, fuck. You know, I think yeah. I think there was like an under the table deal, personally. And I feel um, I missed out on that information because I've been so obsessed with the Gabby Petito thing. So, oh my yeah. god, that's been insane too. I know that's a, yeah. that's like an American completely, thing. completely. I, I thought it was over because she got engaged because before she wasn't allowed to get engaged. So now that it was over, she's like, okay, well, that's it, the first it thing. was it was ending, right? Yeah. Like, it was coming to an end. They were mm-hmm. letting her do things. She was controlling. I let she was controlling her own Instagram. She was driving she was driving car yes yes which is insane because like i said similar to like why don't we like a 40 year old woman should be able to drive a car if she wants to like you're old enough to make your own decisions you know what i mean um so i but i think officially like after the engagement all this stuff like that was if it wasn't this week, it was last week that like Jamie came out and said, I'm ending the conservatorship, which was kind of weird, which so I agree with you, Lydia, something definitely happened. She paid him out or something. And because mm-hmm. he was the one who was like, I want it ended. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So either he knew, either he knew some bad shit was going to come out and figured okay, I'm just going to get away and hopefully, you know, whatever or Got my losses kind of thing. Yeah. Disappear into the night. Fuck yeah. off, Jamie. And I think there's a Netflix special about it, too. Yes. yes, It's yes. coming out on Tuesday. Yes. When this episode airs, which is September 28th. Um, Not that that has anything to do with boy bands, but, you but know. That's that's why don't we really quick? So yes, yes. They what happened? that thing on September 9th. Yes. They didn't post anything else on Twitter. On the 17th, they posted, like, a screen cap of, like, a conversation. So oh, yeah. says so. Randy says, guys, I received much needed good news. We are cleared to start releasing music. Why don't we is back finally? And then Jonah said, let's go. And then Corbin said, no fucking way. Let's go, baby. Then Jack was like, woo. And then Zach was like, ah, finally. And then somebody was <laughs> yeah, a bunch of that. letters. That so funny. that was that one. And then today is the 24th. that we were recording this so on the 23rd it there was just a picture of them lying down with this like broken halo yeah it says i still got your halo hanging on the corner of my bed when i look closer that shit was cracked 
I was like, interesting. So then they had this tweet campaign today, the 24th of September, saying hashtag tweet to unlock love back. So people had to keep putting that hashtag. Before and then, the hashtag, there was the hashtag free, why don't we? So free. free yeah, free y- WDW. So that was the, so when I, it's funny, when I tried to Google that for this article, um, all this Disney shit came up. I was like, yes. And I was like, oh my God, Walt Disney World is also WDW. Oh my God, I'm so dumb. It's like free snacks at Walt Disney. I'm like, like, oh my God, I'm dumb. Free snack, free snack. Free snack, free snack. Uh, So then that was for a few hours. Then I guess a lot of people did that hashtag. So then the new hashtag was hashtag love back unlocked. And then the, I guess their new song is going to be called Love Back and they released some cover art, which, oh, I can share that. You can! They also shared a video too. When did that video come out? Um, I did not watch the video, but I oh, I watched the video. It was it was cute. It was like really sad and somber, and then it turned like really cute. So this is the cover art for Love Back, and it looks like they're all holding broken and tarnished halos. Um, yep. So there's that, and then I will stop sharing that. Um, and the video was released on the September 21st. Okay, that was it. And I pl- oh, it's, a, it's two minutes long, so go to uh, Why Don't We Music on Twitter, and then you can watch that. And it I'm like, sure we've retweeted it on Boy Band Break, so you can... Uh, we have certainly... You... Uh, oh, this is my own. Yes, I think we did, so... Yeah, so it's just like a bunch of clips of them just kind of, like, chilling at their house and doing goofy things, I guess. Yeah, so... it was cute. It was cute. cute? Yeah, like, the, the beginning was somber and sad, and then it got really cute, so... It was good. So, hope so. Keep an eye on why don't we check them out, listen to some of their music. And I sincerely hope that, like, there, because there's a few other boy bands that are like out there and doing things now. Um, there's pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Um, and then there's obviously all the K-pop groups. Like, I really hope that you know, we're in enough. Why are we sort band? of pulling back the veil on this and saying that like this is not okay? And you know what I mean um makes it better for you know everything that's going on yeah because this shouldn't Um, be happening in this day and age when we can record shit like you can't hide behind amenity guys like like call out your managers you know get your fans together because that's unacceptable in this day their fans are called limelights i don't know why cute i like it but but yeah, it's just I, I think they did good. I think they made they made a good example, and like this is a, like yeah, you just need to tell people what's going on, and then we'll be behind you 100 because uh, mm-hmm. because you know. And I mean, it's be been proven. Like if if I'll you know give up anything to Gen Z, uh, they can move mountains on the internet. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. You know uh millennials you know we really we really paved the way for a lot of things yes but they we take are... an abuse we're like ah, millennials <laughs> killing the mayonnaise industry ah, millennials <laughs> killing the divorce industry ah, ah. like we're taking it's all the abuse industry. for you guys so please take this torch you know we made our mistakes on the internet we you know went through all the things so that you guys can thrive and they are 
thriving on the internet. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, right? You guys don't have the magazines or the music stations that are like giving all the news. So you're actually getting information directly from the artists and stuff. Yes. So that's pretty cool. In real time. In real time. You know what I mean? Stupid teen bop four dollar magazines. You don't have to wait a whole night for a picture of a guy to load. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. welcome. We did that for you. So I'm just gonna do a really quick thing of what their albums are. Yes, please. Just super quick. So yes. they started in 2016. So they released a whole bunch of EPs. Okay. So um, which is like independent a, pictures. Extended uh, so they got together September 27th, 2016. They all okay. met in LA a year before that. So they met at very, I guess they were doing their own solo singing. I think they actually put themselves together if I'm not mistaken when I heard that in one of the things. Mm. October 20th, their debut single, Taking You. Uh, that was from their first EP, which was only the beginning, which was November 25th. Then they did a little tour. Their second EP was Something Different, uh, April of 2017. Then they did another little tour. Um, the 30 P was why don't we just, and that was June, 2017. So that's like three in 2017. Um, then also in, in September of 2017, they signed with Atlantic records that month invitation was released. So that's their fourth EP, November 23rd, they released their fifth EP. Why don't we Christmas? That's right. Mm -hmm. They released yeah. this album. Uh, and then they also headlined another an invitation tour. They appeared on several vlogs of the YouTuber Logan Paul. What? And Paul yeah, had like friends with three him. of their music oh. videos. Nice. Uh, mm. One involving their collaboration called Help Me Help You. Uh, in 2018, in August, they released their first full album. And it was called Eight Letters. Um, in March of 2019, they did the Eight Letters tour. Uh, this is interesting. So in 2019, they released a new song each month. Oh, so a monthly song. So January was called big plans. Um, and that got a gold certification Valentine's day. They released cold in LA March humor song. I don't belong in this club with Macklemore was on that one. Oh, uh, that was certified gold in August on April. They released don't change which was on the soundtrack for the movie Ugly Dolls. In May, their fifth song was Unbelievable. June was, this This one I like. I'm going to have to listen to this one. Uh, they released a song called Come to Brazil, <laughs> inspired by fans frequently asking them to visit the country. Aww, Amazing. Cute. So it's nice to know that Brazilians also like the new generation of boy bands because literally every single boy band's like, come to Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. We, we talked about how this is a thing. Like Brazilians are aware that like that's, and they literally do it on purpose now. They like, they just go on any celebrity person's thing and write, come to Brazil. Like it's just you know a, what? It's like, it's a meme essentially at this mm. point. They're just like, let's embrace this shit. Like yeah. it's a trend now. Trend hey guys, comment that you want boy and break to come to Brazil. Look, we're yeah. going to <laughs> That's good. There All you right. go. Uh, Orlando's, uh, I don't know, bikinis and hot people. Uh, July, they released a song called I Still Do. August, What Am I? Penned by Ed Sheeran. Oh, wow. They written a song called Trust Fund Baby for them. Uh, so that was gold next the next year. In October, they released Mad About You. 
Um, then November was a Christmas song with you this Christmas. Oh, and December 30th, their, their last song of 2019 was called Chills. Then they took a nine month break. Uh, and then September 2020, they released Falling, which is the lead single of their second album, The Good Times and the Bad Ones. And that debuted 37 on Billboard Hot 100. That was the first time ever on Billboard. Uh, then they were in a YouTube documentary. So we might Sorry. want to check that out. So there's a YouTube documentary called 30 Days With, which shows the latest stages of development and behind the scenes of their album for 30 days. Um, and then their third, da, 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 then they release songs. And then on January 15th, The Good Times and the Bad Ones was release of 2021. Uh, the album was largely self-produced, although it features productions of Travis Barker, Skrillex, and Timbaland. The album debuted at number three on the Billboard 200 album chart, making it the highest entry on the chart. Uh, oh good they they cite justin bieber as their main musical influence uh five seconds of summer boys to men beatles drake and sheeran childish gambino john bellion post malone and frank ocean so they have said they are more of an r&b boy bandy no backstreet no backstreet boys but there you go guys so if you haven't the marketing people said that's not a good idea oh i guess so because they cancel everything Ooh, burn, burn. Oh my burn, goodness. Baby, burn. So, um, well, so yeah. I have, yeah. I think, yeah. I'll go listen to them. Support them now. Yes. Now so that they're check free. Out why don't we? Hashtag free. Why don't we? And let's hopefully everything works out with them. And yes. wish them the best. Wish them all the best in all this stuff. Because as we yeah. know from previous lawsuits with boy bands, these take a while and take sometimes years to get shit done. So, this is true. But, no strings attached came out after they got cut with Lou. So maybe some good stuff that will come bad. after this stuff. guy's booted. That's True. Fingers, fingers crossed. They didn't record that after Lou. It just came out after Lou or. I think it was around the same time. Mm. I, don't I don't know. know. But it was no like, idea. you know, and they're like, you know, nah, 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 yes, nah, it nah, came nah, out nah. after the Lou. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I, okay. I remember did Backstreeter and InSync broke up with Lou first? InSync, the, the story goes that InSync was, remember Lance got the check yes. and ripped it up and threw it and left. 20 grand or 50 grand, the inconsistency. The, so the story is that, that they were going to cut ties with Lou. And then Lou said, I own the rights to the name in sync and, you know, you're not oh, yeah. able to do anything and without, you know, you're going to, they were like developing new band names. And I think during that time, you remember, again, Backstreet and NSYNC weren't allowed to be together ever. And then, then there was the ba- basketball game. Yeah. There was that basketball game, and then they, like two sync members and two Backstreet Boys members were yeah. in a car together, mm-hmm. and they started comparing notes, and they were like, "What the hell?" And Brian was one of them, and they told yeah. Brian, "Like, listen, we're 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 cutting him out. Like, we're there's a lawsuit or whatever." And then Brian told all the rest of the guys, and then they Backstreet Sorry. did it different though, right? So Backstreet didn't go through like all the lawsuits that NSYNC went through they they paid Lou out mm-hmm. to cut him out mm. yeah it took, it took a long it took while so mu- it took them so much longer to really yes. get him out and like to recoup the money that they should have been making throughout mm-hmm. the first years of their career mm-hmm. 
Well, Lou, what am I going to do? Yeah. Shady business indeed. Shady so, business. So managers, treat your people right. Don't be a shithead. Exactly. Happier boy bands will last longer. If you want to be in a boy band, Lydia's looking to make one, and she won't be a shitty manager. I won't. She has no. a, bedroom, a canopy bed for you to share. <laughs> I might have a hole in the bedroom. <laughs> okay, but uh, by judging by like the last three years of boy band draft, I've lost every time. Perhaps I'm not the best person to make a boy band. I think Sophia and D gotta connect forces. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Something. I don't know. I can massage their shoulders. We could do it. Into the creepy manager aspect, so they might be suing you for sexual harassment. Damn it again! No kidding. <laughs> She's Mama Lou after all. This Mama is true. Anyways, uh, so in take... conclusion, <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. No, in conclusion, go ahead. Finish. Go ahead. Conclusion. Sophia won the boy band draft. We're annoyed for bailing on things, and we wish why don't we the best wishes in with this lawsuit. And I died my my cat is starting to attack me. So <laughs> thanks for taking a break with us, guys. Until next time. Thanks for listening. Bye.